but when you spoke to him about his time at Abbey Road, he'd also describe morning recording sessions with the London Philharmonia, conducted by Otto Klemperer, or an afternoon with Judy Garland in between the long hours, experimenting with the Beatles, recording songs like Tomorrow Never Knows, and then having some tea and biscuits in a thoroughly English fashion. There was very little that you could throw at him that he hadn't already encountered. The way Jeff shaped and balanced the sound was nearly as important as the notes we played and sang. It was also about the last time the attractions and I played together, as opposed to in spite of each other, or even to spite each other, there are many stellar performances on the remaining three and a half albums that we made together, and discounting Blood and Chocolate as playing with spite was the whole point of that record. We never sounded better as a group than we did on Imperial Bedroom, but even then it was touch and go. One of the band members wanted the songs to be about his dramas, not mine. One of our drummers was drinking for England. Pete Thomas turned up so late for one afternoon session that we'd begun the song without him and pretty much sketched out the arrangement using a metronome. He tumbled to the door, cackling like a hyena and breathing flammable fumes, but insisting he was ready for the front. I said, you've got one take then you're going for a little lie down. He trumped me by playing a sensational drum part for the track that later became Beyond Belief. The song had originally been called The Land of Give and Take, and the chorus was a lot more literal-minded and accusatory. In the land of give and take, you keep your body and your soul. Make no mistake. I can't take much more heartache, so to hell with you, for heaven's sake. Reading it again now, it seems, as it did then, just a little pat, it didn't dig down deep enough. None of the temptations and corruptions in the rest of the lyrics were being forced on the narrator. He was complicit in his own ruin. In the final verse of the rewritten lyrics, I left out one inelegant line, a small, true-to-life detail about a courtship dance, the carnal power struggle. His hands were clammy and cunning. She was suitably stunning, but she says there's not a hope in Hades. All the laddies catcall and wolf whistle, though they dogfight like rose and thistle getting to the nitty-gritty, just chewing on the gristle. As she staggers to the ladies, waiting for that girl to return from the powder room adds a little to the understanding of the scene. It's just one of those Polaroid mementos that make you shudder in more chastened times.